You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Tuesday, everyone. If this is your first Locked On Boston College podcast, I want to welcome you. On today's show, we are going to look at the spring game. and I'm going to give you five names of players I want to watch for on Saturday's game. We're also going to go through the news, and there's a key transfer for Boston College football. We're going to talk about what his departure means in the state of that position group. So let's kick it off with our discussion of the news. Now, if you have not listened to a uh, Lockdown Boston College podcast, every show we kick it off with some of the news items of the day. So the first piece of news has to do with the NFL. Jeff Smith signed a new deal with the New York Jets uh, for next year. He was a free agent. You know, Smith has found a, a reasonable successful start so far to his career with the Jets going in as a undrafted free agent. And, and finding real playing time with the the New York Jets. Last season, he made twelve game. He played twelve games with four starts. He saw action on three hundred and eighteen offensive snaps with thirty seven on special teams and had seventeen catches for one hundred and sixty seven yards. Now, as we all know, the Jets were a disaster last year, and with everything that's going on with that team, they may get you know. Um, Kyle Wilson out of BYU is the rumor for number two. Uh, you know, they don't have a lot of weapons, so Jeff Smith could find a role next year that really increases what he's able to do. But uh, it's an exclusive rights for his, uh, his deal, and that's it for the Jets. Now, one name we've been watching for in basketball for the Boston College recruiting trail is 2021 uh, four-star shooting guard Jalen Blakes, and he uh, committed to Duke today. So, uh, you know, the, the 2021s are starting to fade away. There's not many options left. Boston College did announce today that Devin McLaughlin, the, the forward that they signed, and uh, Kanye Jones, both are official signatures uh, on paper for BC. So, yeah, both of them, but uh, Blakes would have been a nice one, but they didn't get him. And one other piece of news was over the weekend, I didn't talk about this yesterday, but Mel Kuyper had a uh, insider's um, discussion chat on his website on ESPN, and he was talking about surprises for the, the draft, which is next weekend. And one of his surprises was about Hunter Long. Actually, two of his surprises were about Hunter Long. The first was that Hunter Long would be a first-round draft pick, or he could be a first-round draft pick, and the second that he'd be the number two dra- uh, tight end now, if you've been listening to our podcast, and, and you know we had um, Mitch Wolf on, who talked about him being the you know the fourth or fifth tight end, this would be a huge jump for for Long. I mean, he'd have to really really make a leap because most projections have him as a third or fourth round draft pick, and got behind guys like Pat Fryermuth, Tommy Trimble, you know Brevin Jordan, even some other um, tight ends from around the country like the Yaboa from Ole Miss, and there's been some other names. Well, if he actually went as a first round draft pick, that would be that would be something because that would be two years in a row, I think, with Boston College where there's been draft picks that have really jumped up because before I mean last year I thought I swore I thought AJ Dillon would have been like a fourth or fifth round draft pick and he jumps up to the second round. You just you don't see power backs going that early. And uh, you know, with Long, he seems like destined for the third or fourth round. So if he jumps up, 
that's two years in a row for Boston College players really uh, jumping up the, the ladder for the draft. Uh, in terms of football recruiting, Donovan Spellman of North Carolina has announced that he will be visiting Boston College on June 18th through the 20th. So that'll be the second official visit scheduled for the Boston College squad. The first one being um, a Corey Lied out of DePaul Catholic in New Jersey. He's a three-star recruit, defensive back, who has offers from Wisconsin, Duke, Indiana, Michigan State, Pitt, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, amongst many others. So, you know, you get two really good defensive players already coming in. Spellman, he's a three-star. He doesn't have a huge offer list, but he strikes me as a guy that's going to get more offers as the process goes along. So to get him on board early, and I talked to him, and you could check it out on bcbulletin.com, you know, he seems really high. He, you know, he he t- he explained in his interview with me that he, he was in tears when he got his offer from Boston College. It was his first P5, and he's gotten a few cents, so he'll be good. Uh, so those are the first two commitments, uh, sorry, recruits that have announced that they're going to visit Boston College. And I'm sure there's going to be more coming in. And check out BC Bulletin to make sure that you get all those updates. And finally, 247 Sports had their first bowl projections of the 2021 season. And they had Boston College going to the Duke Mayo's Bowl, um, which I <laughs> I love that there's a bowl named after a, a condiment like mayonnaise. And they have them facing against Indiana. It talks about how they're, they're going to probably challenge for the top of the ACC Atlantic uh, and that they could get eight wins easily with the schedule that they have. So um, I I would love to see BC play another team other than Indiana because I think Indiana was like a one-year fluke last year. I'm not sure they're going to do it again this year. I know they get their quarterback back, but I'd love to see them play just like another team that's a little bit more uh, on the up and up. So that was just an interesting thing. It was on 247 Sports. We'll continue. I love looking at bowl projections. So, you know, with Boston College not bowling last year, we'll see where they end up this year. Now let's talk about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing work on your car? Why go to another store and spend 30, 50, 100% more for the exact same auto parts when you can head over to rockauto.com and get them for a fraction of the price? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Just head on over to RockAuto.com, check out their catalog. They have everything. You just put in your make and model, boom, everything comes up. Do you need control modules? Got it. Tail lamps, motor oil, check, check. They got it all. All you need to do is just head over to the website and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now, I've been talking about Locked On today. There's a new podcast you've got to check out. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. I just checked this out today. It's awesome. So basically, they're doing a mock draft, and they have experts from the NFL side and the college side to talk about each player. So, for instance, they had the Jaguars, and they had the, the Locked On Jaguars guy talking about why they would make that pick. And then they had, um, it was Candace Cooper who does UNC, but she knows about Trevor Lawrence really well, talking about from her angle what Trevor Lawrence could bring and what his style is. So it's really interesting. And, and if certain guys get called, you'll hear me on there. And it's not for Boston College players because we don't have a full ACC roster. So uh, keep your ears open for Caleb Farley and a couple Notre Dame guys, and you might hear me talking. So uh, follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live NFL draft coverage. 
This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black here. Make sure to follow our website, bcbulletin.com, and follow us on Facebook. If you've not followed our site on Facebook, you're missing out. Go to Boston College SI on Facebook to get all your updates, and it's a nice, easy way to catch up on all your BC news during the day. The big news on Monday, I wouldn't call it big, but most interesting news for Boston College sports had to do with the announcement from Matt Valachi that he's going to enter the transfer portal. Now, Valachi, true, is not you know someone who would ever contend at this point to be a quarterback in uh, Frank Signetti's system, but he's highly regarded in that locker room. You know, many people thought, you know, I talked to a source at BC, they're like, he's an awesome kid. It's just an opportunity for him to go play somewhere else. And that's the truth, right? So, Falachi, he's a redshirt junior. You know, in 2019, after Anthony Brown went down and some of those games where BC was getting hammered, you know, Grossell played most of it, but there were times where Valachi would come in as well. And he finished the, his career, I think, three for seven for 27 yards and showed up in six games. I can I can distinctly remember him in that Clemson game, the the blowout under Steve Adazio in Death Valley, where he came in and played, I think, like the third or fourth quarter for BC. So, uh, Valachi, you know, into last summer, it was interesting with him because we didn't know what was happening with Phil Dracovic, right? You didn't know if he was going to get his waiver cleared. You didn't know if he was going to play. So the, the quarterback position was a big question mark. And most people thought that it was going to be Dennis Grozel. But I had talked to some people who thought that Valachi could have been the guy that, that could have started for BC. And the reason I heard, you know, uh, quote for quote, he has the best arm on the team. He, so he is the biggest arm on that team. So he, you know, once Dracovic got into uh, his waiver cleared and he was he played last year, it clearly delineated where the offense was going to go. So you, and 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 Valachi, uh, unfortunately for him, kind of fell back a little bit because going into preseason he was the number two with Dracovic. It was Dracovic, Grossell, Valachi, and so Valachi at this point, you know, Dracovic is back, Grossell is back. He wasn't going to see the field this year. You know, unless there was a string of really bad injuries, you're not going to see Matt Valachi play. So he has, he said it on his tweet, that he has three years of eligibility left. And so he did the right thing. He went off and he found a new home. He's going to go play somewhere. And, you know, will he go to a Power 5 school? I don't think so. I don't think Valachi has the skill set to be like, at you know, like a Mississippi State or something like that. But... Could Valachi find success at like a, a group of five school, school, you know, maybe a Mac or a South, Southern Belt or, you know, any of those other, sorry, Sun Belt, excuse me, any of those types of schools? He definitely could. I feel like he could find something somewhere. You know, um, a couple of years ago, there was McDonald and Darius Wade who found spots with Bowling Green. Maybe, maybe Valachi can find something like that for him. Um, and I think he, he'll be successful. You know, he's a he was a great kid. You know, I got to talk to him a couple times last year during um, summer press conferences because they brought him out a bunch. And he's very, very smart and um, just a great kid. I think he's going to have a good future ahead of him and playing for the next three years. But, you know, it was clear that he was not going to have a role with Boston College. So it made a lot of sense. Now, the Boston College quarterback room. Now, you take out Valachi. You look at where the room stands now. So that's the second quarterback Boston College has lost since the end of last year. Remember, Sam Johnson the fourth also entered the transfer portal. And he has not found a spot yet either, which is interesting because, you know, he's a four-star recruit. You figured a kid like him might find a, a new role, but he has not found one yet. So where does Boston College's roster look like? So obviously, Phil Dracovic is number one. That's not a surprise. And Dennis Grossell will be number two. You know, 
pound for pound, you have two of the best. I, I love the the two deep at quarterback for BC because we saw last year, Grossell can do it, Jerkovic can do it. You got two guys right there. So then after those two, where does Boston College go? I would have to say it's probably going to be Dalen Menard at number three. And then you have a lot of youth and the, the guys that um, Jeff Halfley has brought in. So, you know, Menard, we haven't seen anything from. And all the other kids, we have not seen anything from either. So Emmett Moorhead, he's a true freshman. Matt Weave, he's a redshirt freshman or true freshman, depending on how they categorize these kids now. And Andrew Landry. Now, that's your system for this year. You're probably only going to see on the two deep, you know, Grossell and, and Jakovic. There's no or, I think, at number two. It's going to be Grossell. Moving into next year, you lose Grossell. But you bring in four-star quarterback Peter Delaportis, and there's you know a lot of hype around him. He's a four-star from New Jersey, big name. Um, I think there's a lot of promise with him. So you ha- you add him into the mix, and you start looking at 2023. And so right now, you know, you have your two top two guys, and Grossell and Mannard are the only two players left on that in that quarterback room that have any connection to Steve Adazio. Everyone else has left. So that shows you where this, the program is going and kind of how the offense has evolved and, and the needs of the offense and what kind of quarterbacks they need versus what Adazio needed. So that's kind of where they're at. valachi has gone and the quarterback room will change. And we're going to get to see all these other quarterbacks. I'm excited about that. And we'll talk a little bit about, about it in just a moment about how the spring game is going to get us a chance to show some of these players. I'm going to give you five different players. I'm going to tell you one's a quarterback that I cannot wait to see at the spring game on Saturday. But before we do, let's chat about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. With football and college basketball over, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and NHL are all in full swings. And BetOnline even has award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Do you think of it? They have wagers, over and unders. You can name it. You can do it. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. All you have to do is head on over to the website and use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That means you put $100 down, they're going to give you 50 bucks. That's a win right there. Go to head on over to BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Now, earlier I told you about the Ultimate Mock Draft. Now, you need to hear why this is so good. So we have all the experts from the local and NFL channels, but we have even bigger experts that you're going to want to hear on the Ultimate Mock Draft show, that, like Hall of Famer Michael Irvin, Jason LaConifora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team will make trades and pick the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That is A-U-D-A-C-Y. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black, I am your host and editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. Thank you for listening. On tomorrow's show, we're going to continue our march towards the spring game. We'll go over any news that's going on with the Eagles and talk about five concerns heading into the spring game. So what are we concerned about with Boston College? We'll look into that on tomorrow's show. Now, in our final segment, we're going to get into the spring game. So as of this recording, we don't know if fans are going to be allowed at the game. As I said yesterday, I really don't think so. And there's tweets again out today with BC where they had the This Week at the Heights and uh, on the football it said, tune in to listen to blah, blah, blah. So again, I'm still thinking that there's not going to be fans at the spring game. Uh, but, you know, we'll be able to watch on the ACC network. And for all you Comcast people who I know on Saturday morning are going to be griping about it, 
get a free um, trial to YouTube TV just for the week. Check it out. You can get the ACC Network on that, and then you can watch the show. And I know some of you are stuck with certain cable packages, but let me tell you, at this point, every cable package has something missing at this point. On YouTube TV, I'm missing Nessin. On Comcast, you're missing the ACC Network. These companies are just a mess. So do the best that you can, and hopefully you'll get to check it out. So here are five players that I am looking forward to. Now, I'm not looking forward to, you know, Zay Flowers and Phil Jakovic because I know what they can do. It's not that interesting. I mean, it's interesting, but I, I'll just wait to see what they can do in live games in the fall. But I like to see some of the some of the up and comers, some of the players that either I don't know much about, haven't seen them play yet, or it's you know they haven't been the star of this team. So there's five. I have five, and I'm gonna go through why I'm excited for each one. And if you have your own list, share them on Twitter with us on Locked On BC, and I'll set up a poll tomorrow for that. One player that I'm really pumped to see is Cam Arnold. Cam Arnold is a sophomore out of Cleveland, and he had uh, a good season last year. You know, as a true freshman, he was shoved into play after the injuries to Deion Jones and Mike Palmer. Uh, he, he played safety. This offseason, he talked about it with um, Jeff Halfley and got moved to linebacker, which is a great move and a smart one for him because he's got the size to be a linebacker. He can just bulk up a little bit more. Um, and he's going to a position of real need for this team. So he's moving over to linebacker. I'm excited to see what he can do because I think he gives you what you want as a, a linebacker in Jeff Halfley's defense, which is some speed and some pop. So I'm, I'm excited to see what Cam Arnold can do. Second on my list is Charlie Gordonier. And I debated between Charlie Gordonier and Joey Lucchetti at tight end. Uh, Lucchetti we've seen a little bit, so I, I didn't put him on here. Gordonier I haven't seen yet. And because there was no spring game last year, I don't know what he can do. So I'm really excited because the tight end position, you know, the coaches have talked and talked and talked about how excited they are about this tight end group. And they got guys that they think will fit in uh, with um, Hunter Long gone. Gordonier is a name I've heard so much about. I'm dying to see what he does in this offense. Are they going to show us how he's a, how he is as a cat pass catcher, what he does in, in the blocking schemes, I'm, you know, what his size looks like. I'm just excited to see what he can do. No, he's a player that hasn't been on, on, on the field yet, so we'll get a, for our first crack at seeing him. A third one is another player who's played quite a bit, but not with Boston College, and that is Isaiah Graham Mobley. Now, I thought about, you know, Mobley versus Jaden Lars would be would be is obviously very enticing because he's a five you know a former five star recruit coming from Florida State but that defensive back group I feel like I know what they can do and he's just gonna be the you know the the icing on the cake back there so I'm not as excited to see what he can do the linebacker core is such a question mark and Graham Mobley could be the like the, the, the linchpin of that group. And so I'm excited to see what he brings to that group, how he moves back there, what kind of speed, what's how is he different than Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie were last year. So he's from Temple. This is a big year for him. We'll see what Isaiah Graham Mobley can do. He's my number three. Number four is a fresh freshman, and that is Xavier Coleman. Now, the running back group has obviously changed drastically since last year. David Bailey is gone. He hit the, he hit the transfer portal, and that leaves... What sounds like to me like um, Xavier Coleman and Travis Levy to do the bulk of the carries. Now, we don't know what Patrick Garro's role will be, but to me, when I think of what Frank Signetti's offense will be, 
you know, Garwa will play that heavy role. He'll be the he the bigger back, while Levy and Coleman are more of the explosive guys until Sinkfield gets here. Alex Sinkfield, the transfer from uh, West Virginia. Now, this this spring, we haven't been able to see the practices, but there's been a lot of talk about Coleman and what he's going to be able to bring to this team. I'm excited to see what he can do on the field. So, Xavier Coleman is someone I'm excited because I think he's a player that, you know, even as a true freshman, could see the field quite a bit in 2021. And my final one is 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 more of a personal favorite of mine. I could have easily have put, you know, Lars Woodby or even like C.J. Burton or Bryce Steele, some of the freshmen out there. But I love quarterback play, and I love to see what's down the pipeline for Boston College. You know, we have Phil Jakovic, we have Dennis Grossell. We know what both of them can and cannot do. So as I said in the last segment, who's going to be the number three? And I think that's the big question. So I'm going to put Dalen Menard on this as, as the potential number three, but it could be any of the guys. I'm just I'm just excited to see who out of that quarterback room jumps up to be like the third one on the roster. There's a lot of youth, and usually when you see young quarterbacks, and I, th I think of like Emmett Moorhead and, and Matt Reeve as a little bit more on the unpolished side because they just have, you know, they're not blue chippers. They take a little time to develop. I think they're going to be a little bit more sloppy. And, uh, you know, and that's that's just being fair. It's not like anything against them. But I'm I'm excited to see what Menard can do because I've heard so much about him as, you know, he came in as a recruit that, you know, wasn't recruited all that high because there were no, uh, no there wasn't any film on him because he was hurt. So he came in, you know, from a Chaminade in Florida, um, a very big school for football talent and hasn't had a chance to show himself. So I'm excited to see what he can do. So those are my five. Do you agree with me? Disagree with me? I'd love to hear it on Twitter. Go to Locked On BC and leave your thoughts. Now on tomorrow's show, we're going to talk more about football. We'll talk about the news. We'll, we'll get into everything. Make sure that if you like our show, that you subscribe or like wherever you get your podcast. It can be Spotify, Apple, wherever you get it, we're there. And thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow for another episode. Take care, everyone.